The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation! Wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders podcast network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy, and today is December 20th, 2022. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Morning Grind presented by MGM Rewards. Wow. Have you guys recovered yet from Sunday? And, they, they, you know, they, they had the nerve to flex us for, the, the, for, the, for the, the, the commanders and the Giants. And I get it, you know, playoff hopes and stuff like that. And, yeah, two teams that were struggling up to that point. But that was one for the ages. I, I have never seen a lot a game in that way and I will say this I watched a lot of sports in my lifetime Um, I am a a sports fanatic and I like all sports because all sports I can get behind and I I enjoy the intrigue of team play mostly but from start to finish Sunday was probably one of the most memorable sports days that I can remember and I was really exhausted even after working the game for me it started with the World Cup now, I, I was a fan of soccer. It was the first organized sport that I ever played when I was a kid. Always been a fan of soccer. And it's just, to me, it's so beautiful. I know a lot of people don't get into it here in the States. But you look around the world, and that's stuff that's, that's an eye catcher Well, when you see a soccer match on. And that's why there's so many leagues. It's really popular. It's just not as caught on as strongly in the United States. But it's coming. And that's neither here nor there. Exciting game. Some say, you know, the less exciting of a finish. You got to decide a winner. And, and I could appreciate the men out there because they don't have a lot of substitutions. They don't do a lot. Of, it's constant running. And that, that exhausted me watching it. So by the time I got, after that went over, I headed over to the stadium to get ready for the game. And I'm watching Kansas City losing to Houston, wondering if they're going to go down. You know, that goes down the wire. Jaguars and Cowboys goes down the wire. I mean, and stuff on overtime. And it's just... Intrigue after intrigue after intrigue. And then I'm looking across the field as I see the other team warming up, and I'm reminded that I really don't like the Patriots. I really have a tremendous disdain towards the Patriots. And it goes all the way back to the tuck rule game. The, the, the last time before Sunday that the Raiders beat the Patriots anywhere was when I was playing, 2002. That was the year after the tuck rule game when they came out to Oakland and we beat the snot out of them. Ever since then, I felt, you know, they're, I have not been as impressed as their records might show and stuff like that. They find a way to win, you know, but the Raiders were 0-6 between the time of 2002 and 2022. So for a 20-year span, 0-6 against the Patriots. So I was really looking forward to having an opportunity to beat them. And if nothing else, if nothing else, try to make their playoff hopes go away. I was hopeful. That's why I was optimistic for the game. And as the game progressed, you know, I know some of you like to listen to us on the, on the radio when we're doing the game. And I've heard from a few Raider Nations. They were like, well, why are you so, why were you so upset with the, with the team? Well, I call it like I see it. If you guys know me. I don't try to push things. I don't try to make it seem better than it is. I'll explain why things go on because that's what I'm good at. 
I can I can detail what's happening, what I see and break it down quickly. I've learned to do that. But trust me when I tell you, I'm not a homer. I have the utmost respect for this organization as a whole. I love it. I would go to war for it. But if they're playing like crap, I'm going to say they're playing crap and tell you why they're playing like crap. If they're playing well, I'm going to tell you why they're playing well and explain what they're doing well. And this has been that type of season for the Raiders. I've been optimistic when things weren't looking as good. I didn't want to put up the red flag when they lost a couple games in a row. I didn't want to not stop waving the, the, the flag around when they, they won a couple games in a row. But Sunday's game was like an up and down emotional roller coaster like we've seen all year. Yeah, I, I will say this. I, I see the defense coming together. Patrick Graham and the defensive staff are learning what they have as players. They've figured out ways to make them more um, uh, better executors on the defense. The defense has done its job. Slowing down opposing offenses. Now, I know some of you will think about the rushing yards and giving up 206. But look, for what it's worth, New England's offensive line is a big offensive line. It's an offensive line that likes to run the ball, likes to push people around. They've had success in it with the past. So they have to have a running game. And that's exactly what they took advantage of. They took advantage of the Raiders on the ground. Now, the thing you have to remember, and I don't know if I've explained this throughout this year, Raider Nation, this style of defense that you play, once you get past the line of scrimmage, there's really nothing left. The style of defense that Patrick Graham plays, because either you have a single high safety or a dual high safety, which softens the box. Once you get past the line of scrimmage, you know, you've got your block eaters who are trying to free up Denzel Perryman and, and Masterson to make plays. But once you get past that front six, it's it's thin pickings. And for, you know, throughout the season, this running game has the running game has uh, exploited this defense, but they're getting better. And that's going to help when when especially when they go to Pittsburgh uh, this coming Saturday on Christmas Eve. But we'll talk about that more in the point, more in a moment. But back to my original point. On the offensive side, what was disappointing to me, and I know there were a couple backups, and they were playing with some injuries in the interior, but something that's inexcusable to me, and there's no, no way that you can explain it your way out of it, is to have as many offensive false starts at home. Inexcusable. You know, one, you know, in the early part of the game, you're getting the jitters out. You know, two, tight ends move, the penalties. And the reason why, especially in offense, why I'm so critical of the penalties, penalties to me on offensive penalties are what I call momentum stop stoppers. Whether it's a false start, whether it's a hold, whatever it is, it's a, it's a momentum stopper. Defensively, when you give up a defensive penalty, more times than not, it's a first down. So it's a momentum gainer. It keeps drives alive. I mean, we saw that the week before when they were playing the Rams. In the second half, how many drives stayed alive to keep the Rams in it by defensive making stupid penalties? So, you know, I could see that on, on I can probably get it a little bit on the road. It's inexcusable. That many penalties at home is inexcusable. And the Raiders can ill afford to shoot themselves in the foot sometimes, well, not all the time, they, they can ill afford to shoot themselves in the foot because they have a potential of sometimes stalling or not having success on the first couple of downs, backing themselves up 
put them behind the chains, making it even harder for them to execute. And that's what's frustrating. And as my partner Jason and I, we were t- we were doing the game, and the Raiders were dominating. You know, the offense had was, had been able to score some points, and defense had shut you know shut, basically shut the Patriots down. I had this sick feeling in my stomach, just like I did against the Rams. We need more TDs than threes. We need more TDs than threes because if you allow a team to stay around, you give them hope. And more importantly, you can't be as predictive as they have been. That pick six, the safety coming down in a spot, study the film, knows that if you give a cushion to Devontae Adams, what has Derek Carr done in the past? He's, it's like a run-pass option. He sees that cushion out there. He throws it to Devontae to get the yards. That safety came down in the box. Derek's got to see that. you got to see that safety drumming down the box. Now you have to take your eyes off. You can't be so content on getting the ball to your, your boy, number 17, that you ignore the signs around you. And just like that, just like that, it's 17 to 10. They slowly worked their way back into it. They, the Patriots made adjustments on defense. And what was frustrating again to me, Derek Carr having delay of games as he's trying to change the play. Don't need to change the play all the time. Sometimes just run it. Or you have to be aware of the clock. This is your home stadium. There's no reason why you need to try to negotiate and drive traffic like that. So that's why I was critical of him and the offensive play and just the overall team play. The penalties are inexcusable, especially at home. You know, we've come to see probably collectively in the last month, I will say, the true potential that we expected to see out of the beginning of the season. When you looked at this roster, you saw the names on paper. You said, oh, my gosh, well, you can do that. Well, this can happen. And Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. Oh, my and Josh Jacobs. And, um, oh, oh, you know, wow. Just slobbering at the mouth. And, and, and a, a, an experienced quarterback who, when accurate, is one of the best out there that I've ever seen. When he's on his game, one of the best. But what you refuse to remember, Raider Nation, is that this team, that, that collection of players, especially in offense, didn't play in the preseason. They practice. Practice is scheduled. Practice is slated. You're slated for success. That's what you write down. You create a you create a schedule for success in practice. Yeah, sure, when you're going up against other teams, they might challenge you here and there, but it's still not game speed. So it wasn't until it wasn't for a while that with the injuries, the inconsistencies, always changing the lineup, the roster, and the, the offensive line, you know, not being able to slow people down. Or, you know, you saw moments of brilliance where you thought, oh, my goodness, they can score on anybody. They can run with anybody. But the inconsistencies when teams made adjustments to what they were doing and the Raiders didn't, that's why so many large leads were given up. And just like Sunday, when the Patriots figured out what the Raiders wanted to do, they took away – Devontae Adams by doubling him. More importantly, because you had two new guards in, they were able to get a rush. They took advantage of that. The Raiders didn't, the the, the Patriots ran one Mike Dog, the same Mike Dog, throughout the game. Raiders didn't pick it up once. They blitzed on second down. They took their chances on first down. You only get a couple yards, but they blitzed on second down, forced you in third and long. Or you had penalties that backed you up and you had to start behind the sticks and they, they smelled out all the screens. So everything the Raiders had been doing to that point, they were prepared for. 
That's just good coaching. That's what you do. So the Raiders had to make changes. Meanwhile, the defense is doing its job. The Patriots offense isn't very good. Their defense is because they've got playmakers. They've got people that can do it. And look, for the most part, the Patriots don't need to blitz to get a pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They've got two ends that can do it or outside linebackers. So I was frustrated that the momentum swung in the Patriots' favor. But never, ever could I ever predict that ending. That was the most bonehead play Jacoby Myers or anyone else in the Patriots uniform could have made. More importantly, it's absolutely chaotic why Mac Jones didn't just take, take the control and just down the ball and go in the overtime. Why run a draw? Why run the risk of you know, getting, you know, getting a fumble like that or having something happen where it can go the other way? No one could ever predict the way it did, but why, why, why do it anyways? That was foolish of them. Usually it's been thought the Patriots are one of the most disciplined teams in the league because of their coach. That was the most undisciplined play I had ever seen. It bounced in the Raiders' way. The defense continues to play well, and they're going to need that as the remainder of the season. Look, I'm not, I'm not thinking about playoffs. I'm thinking about one game at a time. Then after you win one, you win another one. That's two. After you win two, then that's three. That's it. Raiders still have three good opponents. The last two are already in the playoffs. Who knows what they'll be playing for, but I know they'll come into play. Pittsburgh's on its way. They're in our way, too. They need us to win just as much as we need it. So let's talk about Pittsburgh. I'm, uh, I'm sure you've heard about the weather prediction for Christmas Eve, Saturday. I think by the time kickoff is supposed to be around 9 or 10 degrees, there's supposed to be a big storm that's pushing through. Uh, Eastern Pennsylvania um, coming up in the next couple of days, which is really going to chill it out. It's going to be cold. And I got to be honest, I didn't, I've never had success in cold games. Not ever, never, but I mean, any game that there was snow while I was falling in college in the pro, and I, I, I wasn't on the winning side. So I, I do know that. But, you know, you try to take, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, it doesn't bother us. It doesn't, it, it, look, you're, you're affected by it. You know that it's cold. But you also have to be mindful that you don't want to wear too many layers. Now, technology has gotten a lot progressively better with some of those thermal gears and stuff that they were wearing than what we had back in the day. But um, you don't want to wear too much because you don't want to sweat and get weighed down. And, 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 and then, you know, you feel like you're, you're luggish when you're trying to pull your weight through the cold because your body is naturally trying to conserve water even though you're sweating. Your sweating freezes up on your skin and it's cold. Raiders haven't had much experience playing these types of games. I mean, I know it's cold in Pittsburgh. When was the last time they played a night game in this type of weather? And Pittsburgh's just starting to get their rhythm now, too. So it should be a good game. Pittsburgh's finding its rhythm on defense. It's finding its rhythm on offense. You know, the Raiders will be mindful to try to make Mitch Trubisky one-dimensional if he's a starting quarterback and take the pass away. But you got to load up the box on the run because the Steelers do want to run the football. And on offense, the Raiders have got to get that offensive front healthy. They've got to get they've got to get better guard play because this front this front for deep uh, for Pittsburgh knows how to get after quarterbacks, including T.J. Watt. So it should be a good challenge. But all in all, look, they just got to keep doing what they do. But if the Raiders are able to run the ball with Jacobs like they have been, that's good because that creates balance. But the biggest takeaway that comes from Sunday's game is that they found 
other ways to get other people involved. Look, the Patriots weren't stupid. They know you want to go to Devontae Adams. And now that you got Darren Waller back and Hunter Renfro, they know you want to go there. But they had no idea. They had, they, they had no inkling to watch out for Mac Hollins or Cole. And that's why that touchdown, that last touchdown that Derek threw, why it was so big was because the safeties were overloaded to where Darren Waller and Devontae Adams were. And it was one-on-one coverage with a, with a, uh, a corner who was playing off. And what he did wrong, the most egregious error, is that he didn't come out of his break fast enough to run with Cole. He had no idea Cole was going to run by him. And when Cole got behind him, and he was the, the DB he was playing catch-up, Derek does what he does often. He threw a beautiful ball, and he put it in a place where only Cole could go up and get it. And Cole did a phenomenal job. Now, he's dropped some balls earlier in this season, and I was critical of that. But he did a phenomenal job of going up and pulling down that football and making sure he got two feet inbounds. And yes, it was a good call. They trust me. New York tried to change it so bad it was ridiculous. That's how I it took so long. But it was a good it was the right call. He did get his toe down. And there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. So that's where we're at. Should be a good game. I just want to say one thing, Raider Nation. This is the holiday season. A lot of times you're gonna be spending with family or, or having fun and being joyous. Please be mindful. Don't drink and drive. Please be responsible. Get home safely. There are people who love you and who don't want to see anything happen to you. More importantly, I don't want to see you do something to someone else that you'll regret. So be mindful of that, okay? Be smart. There's Ubers. There's all kinds of things. There's no reason why for you to have to get behind the wheel after you've been drinking. Raider Nation, this is Lincoln Kennedy. And this is the Morning Grind presented by MGM Rewards. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network. 